I went on stage with food poisoning. Episode 12 of The Failure Show. I'm Ben Frank. I'm Ida Knox, and we're still going. Yeah, I have to tell you, because remember a couple episodes, I had said something to you right before we recorded uh, and uh, about your hair, and you began the show by saying, this is our last episode because I'm mad at Ben. Um, remember, remember that? Nope, but I believe it sounds like me. Yeah, I mean, I obviously knew you were being sarcastic, and we were joking around, we were having fun with it. Please tell me somebody didn't. Um, I, when the last time I talked to my mom, she was like, she was like, I was listening to the episode and I thought it said that this was your last episode. I'm like, mom, we were, we were clearly, we were clearly kidding. Um, I don't know. I feel like if you were insulting my hair, I was probably pretty serious. <laughs> but I don't know. Yes. In, in case you hadn't listened after episode 10, there was an episode 11 and this is episode 12. Yeah. We are still going. Well, I feel like, I feel like moms are probably our, our biggest listener because if, remember our episode with Logan, great episode. You should listen to it. Episode well, four. Um, well, Logan dyed her hair pink recently and called her mom on a video call and like used me as a buffer, right? Hi, Logan's mom. Um, <laughs> to be like, oh, my mom might not like that I have pink hair. So she immediately, she calls her mom with the pink hair and she's like, like, hey mom and her mom's like ah and then she goes Ida's here <laughs> and her mom immediately goes oh Ida from the podcast yeah which is ridiculous because I've met her mom for years and Logan and I went to college together but now yeah. I'm Ida from and, the podcast and we just started this podcast like three months ago yeah or, exactly yeah so. but you're better known for that yeah so I think a lot of my friends moms now know me from this podcast yeah you are you are You've been live stream famous, but you're becoming podcast famous, famous. with moms. Yeah, <laughs> except for except for any of the moms that think the podcast no longer exists and have stopped listening. That's true. I'm really sorry. We'll be going for years. Don't worry, kids. Okay, for years and years and years, because that's how podcasts work. Well, yeah, it's how podcasts work, and as long as we can find people who are failures in the world, which I think is not really a not really an issue, right? Uh, yeah, two of us right here going strong. That's all. That's that's all you need. All you need. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my yeah, my mom had had thought that this was this was coming to an end. But I feel like she thought that at other parts in the process. Like my mom just she's gonna listen. But sometimes she just I don't know if she mishears things or just like makes things up. Like, but she I don't think it's intentional. She just doesn't know that she's making it up. Huh. She's like, oh, I thought you said you were gonna do like. Six or eight episodes of this topic, then you were going to switch to another topic. I'm like, no, I never said that. Um, but it's not the worst idea, Ben's mom. It's, no. It's, it's a it, realistic thing. I'm just saying, Ben, maybe you're being a little bit hard on her. It's not a crazy I'm lie. not saying it was a bad idea. I'm just saying I never <laughs> said it. That's fair. All right. Calm and it's, down. And it's very, it's very specific things that she says. And it's not even like a, it's not even like a vague recollection. It's like okay. a very specific memory I like of, that. of something she has that just like wait no that no that didn't happen. I, <laughs> I support that way of going through life. Is it just just having 
Like, you know, like, where you have a dream, and in your dream, your boyfriend cheats on you, and then you're mad at him for, like, two weeks, even though you dreamed it, it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Are you that kind of woman that... Um... Have you ever been mad at a... Have you ever been mad at a boyfriend because you dreamed he did something bad? Oh, God, yes. I've been mad at everybody. I've, like, woken up, thought I've been fired. I, like, wake up and think that I, like, definitely got murdered last night. Um, <laughs> like, you just believe a lot of things that, that dream happened to you. But I've, I've totally gotten mad, and continue and will still get mad at boyfriends for like dream offenses has it ever like in the long term affected your relationship with anybody like because of something that you've held on to like a grudge you've held on to because of a dream well i i don't want to say no because i'm currently only dating one of the men that i've ever been dating so all of the other relationships have ended well right Um, i'm asking did they end because of, well, I will say that my college boyfriend, I would wake up and I would be mad at him for perceived dream offenses. And then I would tell him that I was mad at him for perceived dream offenses. And he'd be like, but I didn't do that. And I'm like, but if my subconscious thinks you did, then maybe there's a reason. <laughs> and he you... was not a huge fan of that logic. All right. Well, you blaming people for your subconscious thoughts. That's what we do here on The Failure Show. <laughs> it's our main, our main focus. Yeah. All right. Well... On that, I guess we'll get uh, we'll get into the rest of the episode. We have uh, an awesome show today, so let's go right into fail or pass. Fail or pass. Okay, welcome to fail or pass. The uh, the segment every week where uh, Ida and I explore relatively controversial stories in the news, and Ida gets really jazzed up about something. That I'm maybe so ready. I'm so ready. She's so she's so ready. She's gonna get really really jazzed up. Uh, for this segment, we're, we're also going to welcome our guest for the week, uh, Michael Freeman. Hey. Hey, guys. Michael, w- welcome, to, welcome to the Failure Show. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, it's awesome. Are you ready to get incredibly excited and worked up? And I just... Guys, can I start? Can we start with... Yes. Well, I just wanted to say thank you because... <laughs> I, you know, no, I, I do want to say thank you because, you know what? I'm glad Ida decided to let me come on and, and Ben let me come on. Uh, they're both seem to be great people. Well, I know Ben. I know Ben is great. And mm. I've enjoyed... Form an opinion my about me. four yeah. minutes of turtle <laughs> talk with us. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, All right. we're glad to have you. Today's you. first story, everyone, is literally the most controversial story of the week. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Starbucks um, recently began selling unicorn frappuccinos. And from both of your faces, I feel like you did not know that. No, um, I did. I did. So no, I, 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 I didn't know that. You I'm, didn't know. You know, I'm not a... Well, I guess frappuccinos are not so much totally coffee, but I'm not... You know, I'm not, I don't drink coffee, yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, Ben so routinely yeah. turns down any beverage that I offer. But Starbucks began selling unicorn frappuccinos, and they're only selling them for basically like a month. What they are... Is basically this. I'll just show you guys. A I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for Instagram. So oh. they started selling this drink, like specifically for Instagram. I don't know if you guys know that unicorn food is like a, a trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Yeah. See, I, I, oh, I got a background in, in catering. I did. Uh, my uncle owns a catering hall in Jersey. Uh, so I'm very familiar with the like food trend. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, so. Perfect. I don't know if I can keep interrupting you. I'm you sorry. can interrupt me as much as you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, absolutely. So the pass or fail here is a couple of things. Fail or pass. Fail or pass. Jesus Christ. The fail or pass. I'm sorry. I basically am not even on this podcast. The fail or pass here is a couple of different people involved. 
Um, one, apparently the unicorn food trend began, it's like rainbow food, if you don't know, that's very Instagrammable, Colorful. but it began as sort of like an organic, like natural ingredients to dye food movement where it's like for red, you use beets and stuff. And people are worried about Starbucks because, quote, but a Starbucks spokeswoman said there was no one we could interview about how they make a unicorn frappuccino. That's from the Times. So it's, it's like apparently Starbucks might not be following along with the actual trend. They're just exploiting it a little bit for Instagram and Starbucks. So you're saying it might not be healthy. It just might be colorful. Okay. Well, it's definitely not healthy. It's literally just sugar. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but like, then what's the trend? Because if, well, if the trend's the, not healthy, then isn't it's well, the color, it's, all the, it's, right? It's, 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 it's the, the color. color. The trend is the color. But like the original people who kind of like spearheaded it kind of like made the colors not necessarily healthy like they put sugar in but it was like organic okay organic food can be very unhealthy i in my opinion but i don't i don't i don't know about that i don't know yeah. i don't know i mean i mean but okay so two things one failing or passing starbucks and their shady ways of introducing this as a one-month instagram like they literally came out and said like we're making this drink so you can instagram it um, and whether or not that's like a reasonable thing to do to unicorn food in general, because I actually think it's super gross, mm -hmm. which I'm, I'm, I feel like you guys are not invested in unicorn food. We I know. Are see, see, no, 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 like I, an hour. no, you know, I actually, I, I enjoy this. I, I, I mean, as far as unicorn food, I don't really care. It's okay. cause it's color. You know, right, right. It, it's, it's color. I don't, as long as my food tastes good. Uh, I have know, to be. Everybody's yeah. eating something that you know they're not supposed to eat, or something hideous. And and all fairness, though, I think I truly do think like looks pretty. Yeah, yeah. Like in all fairness, I think it was a great marketing uh, scheme. You know what I mean? Like you know, people are into that stuff. You know, yeah. me, I don't really. You know, I'll eat it if it tastes good. I'll eat it. I don't know. You know, obviously, sometimes if it looks like crap, I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll be hesitant to try it, but if somebody's like, oh, try it, try it. I'll, so would you, it. would you try a unicorn frappuccino? I wouldn't try it because it's full of sugar. Okay. It's loaded with sugar. I'm not going to sit there. I might as well, you know, eat a whole container of sugar. Yes. You know? So, uh, yeah. no, I'll skip on that. I got nice teeth. I'm <laughs> <laughs> keeping my teeth, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I have no problem with, uh, with Starbucks doing this. It's, no, I, I mean, it, they're... I mean, whether, good whether I mean, whether or not you like Instagram and how much it's taken over the world is another question. But if it exists and there's nothing you can do about it as a business, you might as well take advantage of it. Right. I think so, too. I think it's great marketing. All I really right. do. All what right. about you? I mean, we want to know your opinion. I, no, I, I like don't. Well, I don't think that coffee should have sugar in it ever. But it's not really a coffee drink. Ooh, I've coffee, been like coffee really, traditionalist. No, here. I've been really looking into it. Okay. <laughs> You know, I find, since I've been with you, I think you're getting cooler and cooler. Like there you go. I, uh, I, I really well, like. Accurate. I really like you. There's there's like a, a curve for that though. What is it? A bell curve? You it's peak out curve. and then like uh, after a certain don't, amount don't of time, don't peak down. It goes Please down. don't peak down. All right. In theory, the drink is made from 
a white mocha, which I'm sort of okay with, classic syrup, which is just sugar, and blue citric acid powder. Uh, no, that doesn't sound <laughs> right. What are you, Harry Potter? I don't, I don't know what you put in there. I have new. So it says, the, according to the Times, it's not clear how closely the recipe adhered to the all natural ethos that helped spark the trend. I think That's it's pretty clear. Issue. It doesn't adhere you know at what? all. I think, you know what? In, in seriousness, though, I think I've heard somebody say, like, if you can't pronounce it or spell it, you shouldn't be putting it in your body. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I super adhere to that except for like Cheetos. So <laughs> I think it just has to do with your uh, ability to spell and if you're a dumbass water? Okay, fuck you guys. I can spell Cheetos. I'm in all the things. You know? I'm done. That was No, nah, you know what? I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know? Whatever. I'm cool. I'm done. That no, was we need for reference. I love it. I'm, I'm glad you no, I, I, I love it. I fail Starbucks just so that we can have it on record. I'm failing Starbucks. I think you shouldn't put all that crap in something and sell it at a coffee shop. I'll pass it. The hell, right. the hell with it. I'll pass it. All right. So pass, pass, fail. no pass. Yeah. Fail, in other words. Um. <laughs> fail, no pass. Right? Yeah. No pass, fail. It's all, all the right. same. Thing. You got something, uh, something serious That's a Rutgers education. Or? Yeah. So this is a an opinion article by this woman named Sarita James, and she talked about how with her third uh, child, she actually she works in uh, an office. She's kind of an executive uh, at a college admissions software company. Okay. And okay. Uh, with her first two children, she had like stayed home with them and taken leave, mm-hmm. and then. With her third child, she wanted to get back to work, but then she decided that she also wanted to be with her baby. So she decided to take her baby to work. Okay. Like, and basically was carrying the baby in like a handsless sling mm-hmm. and just like had her baby beast at at, at work for yeah, awesome. for the for, for it seems like almost maybe the first four months or so of yeah. the of the of the baby's life. And she kind of said that it was sometimes a, a distraction, but, like, it often, like, it boosted morale in the office. Like a take-your-dog-to-work kind of office. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and she said she even eventually, like, it's nav- supposed to boost morale. Like, yeah. Like, you have a dog in the office, <laughs> yeah. and, like, people are happier. Um, and she even eventually navigated, like, relatively big external client meetings, like, with a baby. Okay. Um, Is there a downside? That's good marketing. I mean, there's not there's not necessarily a downside, but I guess the fact that she's like a chief executive. So if you're looking at this as an opinion of like, oh, you know, empowering women, like all women can do this. Like, I'm not sure if it's something that every woman is in a position to do because right. they're maybe not as high up in yeah. a company. And she basically even says in here, like, I have to answer to my board. But besides that, I don't really have like a manager. Right. Um, right. That's the crazy thing about women. I think like women are really awesome. You know, I do, I do. I mean, but like, I feel like, you know, just, yeah, I mean, that's something I think they can really get away with. Uh, But like you said, I think you uh, definitely upper management would get away with that. I mean, of course, and and again, it depends on the job, you know, it, it just, it just has different factors for me, you know? I don't think it's necessarily like that the fact that she did this is like trailblazing away for women to like right. work and because like a lot of jobs are just like too damn stressful to have your kids strapped to your chest or like unsafe or just like not whatever a lot of people just don't want to and i especially think it would be bad if it set a precedent of like 
you should be going to work like and simultaneously taking care of your kids. And then you know, I, maybe you want to separate that life too. I yeah. don't know. It's just like you know. I mean, you maybe you want to separate that life. I see it working out both ways because if you're if you're in a um, a big meeting with with clients, like yeah, you know, it's hard to say no when a baby's around. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, mm. it's we're true. Gonna, we're gonna pass this. He needs to go to college. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so yeah, it could be like a helpful negotiating point. It definitely is. It definitely is. Um, depends on the baby too, though. Right. Yeah. It's it a depends quiet on the baby. baby. She said this baby is relatively quiet. Like when it was oh, like as, like as long as it was. Fed regularly and its diaper was changed like in a timely fashion. Just yeah, so, like it I mean, if you have really like a colicky money. baby, I don't think that's gonna fly super well. Nor do I necessarily think that a company should like have to be like, oh, it's totally Mandatory, okay that right. your kid's gonna scream through this exec meeting. Like right. that's cool. Um, but I always think like if you can do something, if it works for your particular circumstances, if you happen to be able to like, however you can make it work for like having kids and having a job. I applaud people that do it. I can't fathom it. Yeah. Um, so whether you're like leaving your kids at home with a babysitter or like an IE or whatever works, like I, I don't tend to jump on the judgment train for any of that. I, I don't know if people know, but IE is just like, <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't know, IE is like the aunties who, ta- who like sometimes help take care of kids in China. Like, yeah. like having a nanny. Yeah. Nanny. Um, yeah, like I like I think that, again, like if she can make it work, I have no problem with it. I just would hate for it to be kind of disruptive, a, a, disruptive or like a new standard that's set where like women feel like if they're not able to go to work and be with their kids twenty four hours a day, that like they've somehow failed as a mother. Yeah. Right. Well, I right. mean, and I think women are the meanest to women on this to throw back to Instagram, which I don't actually hate. <laughs> um, I follow like a couple of accounts and some of some people that I follow like have recently had kids. And if you look through comments, even on Instagram, which is usually more positive than like some online communities, um, like people are just so quick to give like advice in the form of criticism especially for people who have kids so it's like oh like you're breastfeeding or like you're bottle feeding or you're sleeping with your baby or you're not sleeping with your baby or like you made your husband do the chores or you did the chores yourself there's always a wrong yeah and everyone always seems to think that the way they did it is the right way right Right. so i i'm just hesitant to say anything other than like more power to her i hope that people don't take that as a new expectation for everyone all right yeah that's kind of my view on it is like i definitely pass her for doing it she can get away with it yeah um but i I fail it in the sense of like hoping people don't interpret it as like a new standard of what it means to be a successful working mother for sure all right i i agree with all so i think it's everybody's Yay! We, we, we agreed on something. This right. really rarely happened. Okay. Well, um, that's been fail or pass. Let's uh, let's move on to the next segment. Let's do it. Failure of the week. Okay, so we're going to uh, start with our failures of the week. Yeah. Yeah, our little, little failures. I did. I did. You wanna you wanna start with yours? Yeah. So um, my failure of the week is really basic. Um, I had a work meeting yesterday morning um, for a freelance thing that I do. 
And then this morning, morning we were going to record the podcast. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll do yoga Sunday morning. Because I usually do yoga both weekend mornings. But I was like, I'll just do it Sunday morning. Cool. Sign up for a class. Got dressed this morning. Completely ready to head out to yoga. Checked to see which studio it was at. And realized it was at the Changla studio yesterday morning at 9.30 a.m. Um, oh. So I was like... Like literally picking up my keys, walking out the door, and then I was like, oh. oh. So it's a failure on two counts. One, because I'm sad because I don't have a lot of loose time during the week to do yoga classes. But two, because they're fucking expensive. And if you miss one, then you just, it never comes <coughs> back to you. So it's like a waste. I heard, I heard yoga classes are expensive. Yeah, yeah. they are yeah, fucking expensive. Yeah. And so it was just a waste. It's like, a, I was actually really bummed about it. I cleaned out my closet instead. It's like oh. an equally cleansing measure in my life, but okay. that was my uh, that was my definite failure of this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, this is kind of it, it was a, a failure, a tough thing of the week, and I think it's turned into a success. All right. Um, so uh, uh, several weeks ago, one of my roommates uh, like unexpectedly moved out and like moved out of the country. He wasn't expecting to. It was pretty sudden. He found a new job, which is great for him. Uh, and then he found someone to replace him. Okay. Uh, to move in. It was like all looking very smooth. And then at the be- around the beginning of April, this new person moved in and kind of like thought there was something wrong with the room. And we like got the landlord to come and like fix some stuff. Right. And then like a, a week or week and a half after he was supposed to move in, he was just like, he's like, uh, I'm actually not moving in. I'm going to go live with my friend. But he had like already paid his deposit. And I was like, okay, well, you know, in two weeks we have two months of rent that's due. Like you need to find a replacement. If you don't find a replacement, like you need to front the rent and then get it reimbursed. Yeah. Um, by the new roommate once they move in. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Like I, I can do that. And, um, you know, and he was clear he was looking for a roommate and um you know i gave him my bank account information so that he could transfer and then yeah. a few days ago it was like less than a week before we have to pay rent and he was just like yeah so uh talk to the landlord someone talked to the landlord and uh i'm just gonna lose my deposit and leave mm. and uh i was like i was like what you, you said you were going to pay the rent. You said you were going to find a new roommate. Yeah. And he's like, well, no. Uh, he's like, I, I talked to the landlord. The landlord said that the deposit like could serve as my two months rent. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. So like, I know this landlord. That's not how he operates. And I was like, who talked to him? He's like, oh, my HR department. I'm like, wait. I'm like, I'm the master lessee. Your HR department doesn't have a right to cut a deal with my landlord. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they didn't. It's just it, it, what happened was what I thought. I think they talked to the landlord, and he was just like, "Well, yeah, if you leave, you can't get your deposit back." Yeah, and that's not which, like it's totally fine. Yeah. So, but then he basically scooted out, and like with six days to go before rent gets paid, I was just like, "We're probably gonna have to front yeah. the other part of this rent for the fourth roommate." And but then luckily, uh, basically the next night, like I posted a bunch of places. And uh, a friend of mine was just like, oh, I'm looking for a place. I could move in. So, Wait, that's awesome. So then it, like, it, it worked It worked out. It Turning was, that frown upside down. Yeah. So it worked out. It was lucky. But for like that 24 plus hours, it was like, it was kind of yeah, scary. And I was like very angry at this guy for just leaving. Yeah. That felt a little bit more high stress than the yoga thing. Um, yeah. But it, ha- it happened this week. So I felt like it yeah. was the biggest thing in my week. So I needed yeah. to really- but. So, yeah. I'm glad you found a roommate. Hopefully, it looks like it's a positive now. Yeah, good. 
Me, I think. Uh, Sorry guys. Oh, Can no. it be Matt? I just, I he just, just spilled water. I spilled yeah. water. Sorry. Just, yeah, yeah, he just spilled mic. water on it's the okay. uh, on the mic. Alright, go for it. I got I got napkins. What's um, failure? I think my failure uh this week has been, you know what, and I don't know what it is about me. Well sometimes I'm off and on about communicating in details. Okay. So I'm a big picture. I love to see the end results, the big picture. Oh, you're my nightmare already. Oh, <laughs> see, we had a good thing coming. We just talked about the bell curve. And yeah, there I go. here we go. Um, so yeah, I like, so I like to see the big picture. I like to see the big idea and the final result. Um, and today, uh, so what I do is I'm actually uh, athletic director and I pretty much find camps for students of uh, students that play basketball, that play um, soccer, badminton, golf. I find them camps to go to, okay. uh, whether it's locally or internationally. I yeah. find them camps. So usually I have to give out orders or whatever. And um, like... I was just like handing things back and people were like, uh, well, what's this? And they had to go over my work. I'm like, it's not like me. It's not like me. It's not like me. And maybe I'm like so uh, creative. Like I want, and I don't not so creative, but like, okay, what I do is this. I say, I want this accomplished. I don't care how you get there. Mm. Just get it done. Great. And that's the person, that's the type of person is like, I try to give people their freedom to like, you know, maybe they want to do this way. Maybe they want to do it that way. But I mean, I felt like on most of the projects that I worked on this week, I should have gave out more details and been a better communicator. Mm. And then I bring it home with my girlfriend. Same thing. I, you know, just communication. Yeah. You know, communication. I mean, I, you know, as much as people think I'm a good communicator, I'm really not a good communicator. <laughs> you know, That's my fair. details. You know, sometimes you know, and and maybe because my mind is going, you know. 20 miles and I'm like always thinking always thinking so I say it's definitely uh, my failure of this week my communication at work and the lack of details and my communication at home mm. you know uh, and it's so funny because you know me and my girlfriend were talking about the same thing I was like well why don't we do it this way and she's like well you know she said her way and I was like well you know go this way Anyway, it was the same. It was the same result at the end. I mean, so it's been my communication. That's what my failure has been this week is communication. Awesome. Oh, very, well, less than awesome, but, but less than awesome. See? Very self-aware and self-critical. Yeah. You know? Oh, you know why? Because like, I, and if we want to get. Are we going to get into the thing about failure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, yes. we're, 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 we're going. We're going headlong into it. I mean, you've uh, okay. talked about how you. Um, you know, you're, you're you're an athletic director at a at a at a school here. Kind of. And how did you? Yeah, an international school. How did you how did you kind of get into that? And were there any kind well, of Yeah. Um I was I was uh highly recruited in uh, high school. Highly recruited and and, and <laughs> I just told the story to somebody two weeks ago. I was in which uh, in which, which football which and sport? wrestling. Okay, football, football and wrestling. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm the least sporty person uh, in this room. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I was recruited and um but like growing up in Growing up uh, in America, yeah, I was about to say growing up in Jersey, uh, you know, we play sports extremely young, like five years old. Mm -hmm. So by the time you turn eighteen, you played for like thirteen years, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, like when I was sixteen and fifteen, I had practice at five a.m. 
then I would have practice at 3, 30 mm-hmm. in the afternoon. And all these practices were like an hour to three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is my life from the age of like five to 18. And I never forget, uh, I was going to, I don't want to say the school. I don't know if we'll. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 I was going to. Uh, say whatever. I was going to, it was Wilkes. It was Wilkes in uh, Wilkes University. It's in PA, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And they go, so do you want to sign with us? Um, but in my mind, in my heart, I was like, dude, I've been doing this. I've been doing this for years. And I was at this point in my life, I'm like, they were like, well, we'll pay half. I didn't tell them, but in my mind, I was thinking this. And they were like, well, we'll pay for this amount of money. Uh, take off this, take off this. Pretty much, I wasn't going to pay for anything. Yeah. Uh, it was all scholarship money. Um, and in my mind, like you're looking at your parents, like, you know, it would save them a great deal. Yeah. yeah. Because Wilkes is a private school as well. So, yeah. Um, and I was looking at them. I was like, man, this would save them a great deal. But in my heart, I was like, man, I can't do this. I can't do this because I've been doing this for all my life. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's always been like clockwork. But when it becomes a job and you don't actually like doing it, you know. Uh, I didn't. I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, I'm done. And and I in in my mind, I said, I got up and walked out. Long story short, I was like, I can't do this. And I literally just got up and walked walked out. And um, yeah, I mean, and I I don't regret it. And everybody asked me, do you regret it? No, I don't. I don't regret it because I had some good years. And I didn't even wind up going to Wilkes. I went to Rutgers. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I was happy to be a student. You know, I remember, you know, a tournament. Um, earlier in the year and me and my friend uh his he was a he was a wrestler too and he's been wrestling since he was like three you know really young wrestling you know his dad had a barn in the backyard he was i mean they were really into it you know and i never forget he goes man we were 18 at the time he goes he goes uh i hope i break my arm Ooh. Oh. Sure enough, he goes out there. He breaks his arm. I said, "You know, I'll drive you home." But no, yeah. But when it, when that's how you know. When I guess to you know, my parents, you know, always told me to play sports. You know, be active. Got to do this. Be active. So it was, it was, it was cool. But you know, after when it becomes a job and. You're like, I just yeah. don't want to do this anymore. Burnout is really real. I used to I swim. I think so, too. And I, yeah, I remember two days. I quit a little bit before you did, but like 14, 15, I was doing it like swimming, swimming like, like four hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Just out of curiosity, what did your parents, like, did they want you to do it? Did they view it as a failure that you walked out? I think, I think my mom was more acceptable of it. Okay. Like moms are, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good thing, you know. And uh, my dad was like... Yeah, you know, you know, he was a little upset, you know, because you go to the game, you know, that's my son, and I'm happy. Um, was was your was your dad like a, an elite athlete as well? Or? My dad was a great baseball player. Uh, and my dad was a great baseball player, uh, you know. But he chose to, he didn't go he didn't go straight. Well, he didn't, he didn't go to the league at all. But he uh, he we like I told you, West Philadelphia, born and raised. My dad. <laughs> my dad. Uh, then, but he was like, he was, he was poor. He didn't, he didn't have enough money to go to college. So he joined the Navy and, mm. and yeah, he got out of Philadelphia. Uh, Fairly so he kind of wasn't, never. yeah. So, so he maybe wasn't able to fully pursue his athletic dream. Right. Right. So, you know, my mom actually, I think my mom played 
basketball for St. John's University. Really? Which yeah, for one year. One year. Um, my mom is, I like to say she's pretty awesome. She's a pain in my ass, but, but she's pretty awesome. Um, she's you know, she's very she's a tough woman. She's definitely a tough woman. But she, uh, I think she played for St. John's one year. Um, yeah. You know, same kind of situation. I don't know how, I don't know how my uh, grandma paid for college either because they were poor too. So hmm. I don't know how they paid for college. I think my mom maybe got academic scholarships. Uh, so I mean, she grew up in Brooklyn. Like her, I think I told you this. Um, Mike Tyson's dad lived in the same building as my mom. Oh, really? Yeah, but Mike Tyson never like knew who his father was like that. But like uh, he, you know, the news reporters came around when he didn't make it big uh, and all that. But it was a bad neighborhood, you know. And yeah. I mean, my mom, you know. Same like my dad went from like zero to having a little something, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. So growing up like with parents who had kind of like made it from from less than oh my god, my tons mom. of money, like yeah, not really born into wealth. Did it like affect how you thought about like not not necessarily failure, but affect how you thought about like success, like what success was to you? Because I think that's like another interesting way to look at failure is like anything that isn't necessarily success to some people you know is is failure like what was that standard of like for for you in life i'm curious just like for what you do now if your parents view it as success if you view it as success but like did it affect your perception of what a successful life would be well uh i think i think my parents are glad that i'm making a living for myself in general yeah you know as long as hey can you pay the bills can you save a little bit um because I think in our household, money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they did okay. They did okay. Um, you know, and they I, money wasn't everything in the house. Uh, growing up, yeah, nor should it be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Growing up, I mean, you know, my parents were uh, really uh, involved with the church, uh, like charity. Um, you know, it's just more to it's just more to a person than money. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. I mean, honestly, these things come and go, and I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it even with my grandpa. My grandpa, the last name Freeman, actually, uh, is because my ancestors brought their freedom, so you get Freeman. Um, and then we had a whole bunch of land in uh, Raleigh, mm, North Carolina. Yeah, in Raleigh, North Carolina. And like so, we go down there, and it's still, it's still to this day. I mean, I don't know those Freemans. I know they are related to me, mm-hmm. but because we moved up north, and uh, different. Um, so when you go down south, it's like uh, or Raleigh, they'll say Freeman Boulevard. Freeman, all that's my family. We have a cemetery, we have supermarkets, we have like apartment buildings. It's all, it's all, uh, it's all ours. But um, you know, different, different cousins and. Uh, uh, uncles and grandpas, they sold off their land and now they have nothing. Like mm-hmm. so, money. It, what I'm saying is, money comes and goes. Yeah. It comes and goes. You know. Yeah. Over, over short, generations I mean, within generations. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I mean, you know, my grandpa had a pretty decent amount of money, um, but it, I mean, he he lost it all, and and you know, just bsing around so i mean it, but money comes and goes you know it, it is what it is at this point 
So how did you end up from almost going to school for sports? Yeah. And you went to university and you're an athletic director at an international school in Shanghai now. How did so how, how did, did you, you connect how to did, that? Yeah. Oh, how sorry. did you get from this. Rutgers was... from Rutgers to Shanghai? Yeah. So um I used to work for Disney, Disney Marketing. Oh. Um yeah, Disney Marketing and then uh uh, I had a mutual friend who, who was the, like the principal at the school, and he goes, uh, you know, Mike, I know you used to play a lot of sports, and you were pretty good, and yada, 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 and I went to school for business, business and economics. Um, he said, listen, uh, this international school wants somebody who's played sports and knows the sports culture and who has a business mind. So, like I said, I, I do a lot of uh, projects project management with sports and like mm-hmm. getting camps and and you know doing putting together projects mm-hmm. so that's how but you weren't in shanghai at the time no when i worked for disney marketing oh so disney yeah. so disney brought you to shanghai yeah disney brought me in okay so you so were you working for Di- you're working for disney in the u.s and then they brought you out here or no or actually i applied for disney abroad and I said, oh we need somebody marketing i had a lot of experience with marketing what made you want to go abroad i mean i think people do it for different reasons oh but for man you. i love i love the travel and then i'll let you get so i grew up in in new jersey uh, you can probably hear me say this about a billion times but uh <laughs> <laughs> you know it's always the hustle and bustle and you know, living in Jersey, I was I was literally in between two of the biggest cities in America. I I lived uh, twenty minutes from Philadelphia and um, an hour and thirty minutes from New York. Yeah. Um, but it's always that rat race. It's always that hustle. Like I mean, Shanghai has nothing on New York when it comes. No, not, not even Phil- not even Philadelphia. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. um, because people move. Like I see people. Moving a subway, it's like they have a candle up their ass. They're, they move so slow. <laughs> you know, when you get to New York, I mean, you see it. People, it's, you see it in people's eyes that they're always moving. You see it in their, they're walking. They're always walking fast. Like you can see they're goal oriented. Not to say Shanghai is not goal oriented, but you know, you know, it's, it's always, just, you know, yeah, it's definitely different. Um, but it's always, again, you got to get out uh, while you're young, born mm-hmm. to run. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh. You know, you just got to get out and do something different. You know, it's all about getting out and uh, living. Mm. And uh, Had you been to a lot of different places before China? You've been around or... Just have I been around? That's a different story. <laughs> I'm really good at phrasing things. Um, had you been around the world? We'll just specify the question. Had you been around the world, so... Uh, I've been to a few countries. I have, okay. I have. I was always down for a road trip. My dad is the same way, like always down for a road trip. You know, and I, and my dad still does it to this day. My dad is uh, sixty three, and he's like, uh, you know, before the Mike Tyson and the Vander Holyfield uh, fight, he was, you know, my dad went there to the Mike Tyson and the Holyfield fight when uh, Mike Tyson bit off of Vander Holyfield. Yeah. My dad got in the car from uh, Delaware. And just drove across the country, so that's always been inside me too. Wow. You know, to just go. See why not? You. Right, go. He's like, you know, and you know, just always that adventure. I drove up to uh, Canada. You know, Mexico. I've been to Mexico. You know, South America, different, different places in Asia before I got to uh, China. You know, so All right. yeah. All right. So it was always a. Uh, 
Nice. I always had something to do. Okay, so I have a question for you. My role in this podcast is often to to bring people back down. So I think we're floating in a pretty good place right now. Um, so, so she's the negative name. Yeah, I'm the negative. Dude, we Nancy. were doing so well. I know, Damn. but but not really in a negative way. But just just yeah. for you, mm-hmm. you know, you've gone through. It seems like that was a defining moment when you were 18. But since being 18, have there been any other moments where you kind of were any other like failing not necessarily failures but moments where you were like I don't know what to do or maybe I'm going to do this and it's going to be a huge fuck up or like there's something in my way and I need to get past it yeah some other any other moments where you were kind of like since 18 that had that level of gravitas where you were like this feels as big as it felt when I was having to make that choice yeah so um I I definitely think you know so my parents are like like I told you very they're both very tough very mm-hmm. very hard and it was very tough both of them I think that's why maybe they got divorced <laughs> they're both you know like that you know. and statistics were against them right yeah. right yeah. <laughs> right you know um but they both are very independent people and you know as what I'm saying is like you know most most people um or not most people, you know, people that have a little change, you know, they try to set their kids up and all mm-hmm. that. My parents are like, hell no, dude. <laughs> they said, you know, you work. Yeah. You work, you work for everything. So, I mean, as far as struggle, I mean, you know, trying to scrap by with rent. I've been there. So, I, before I left, I, I, I was a marketing manager. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but... Prior to all that, man, I just remember like not having money for shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to say the least. Like I, I mean, like I couldn't afford shoes. Sometimes I had to. Oh, am I going to shave this week? Or, you know, shave. That's how. That's how bad it got, man. Like you know, like and 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 you know. Uh, can I buy new shoes? Um, I'm not going to. You know, the dollar menu was like my best friend at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so what were you doing for work at that time? or was that I was trying to find ins and out of jobs. Like, you know, uh, let me tell you, my girlfriend, it's funny. She used to donate plaza in college. And mm-hmm. like me, I used to fill out those surveys for like 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or uh, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or um, so I, and here we go. I don't even smoke. And they're like, oh yeah, I took a survey one time. We'll give you a hundred bucks uh, if you smoke these uh, carton of cigarettes. I said, oh, shit, it's a hundred bucks. I ain't got a hundred bucks. And uh, yeah, I mean, I never smoked it, but uh, you gave it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But uh, it's okay. They probably won't yeah. They, again, I'm just apologizing because you never know with me. You know, come back and bite me in the ass. You know. So I have a, I have a question about that. So for me, sure. I I've you know been there where you're like, oh rent that is a thing that i will need to pay right right um but like for me and i don't know if this is rings true for everybody it's kind of like when you when you have a stuffy nose 
and literally, like, you can't imagine anything worse than having a cold. But as soon as you're better again, you're like, fuck that. Like, life is great. This is great. <laughs> right, right, and so for me, it's like at points where I've been, like, very broke, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I can't ever imagine, you know, like. But then, like, once I'll have money again, I'll be like, sure, I'll pay, you know, 70 quai for a salad. Why right, not? Like, right, whatever. Right, right. Like, do you think that, did it did it stick with you? Did it teach you anything? Oh, my goodness What gracious. I'm trying to say is I've learned nothing in life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But, you know, even then, you know, my parents taught me the value of money when I was young, like budgets and all this. It wasn't until I got on my own where I was like, yeah, you know, when I went through that struggle, when I went through that hell, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I really started appreciating money um, and got a little smart, you know. But I mean, I don't want, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not frugal. So so now that you you're no longer and like you said, money comes and goes, but you're in like a you, you've got a job, you've, you're living in China, you've right. got a girlfriend, like things are pretty good. Yeah. How do you kind of define or look at like failure? now like what is what like what to you because for me like there's little failures we joke yeah, yeah, about yeah. like failure of the week like right, I, right. I wouldn't communicate well with my work or like i missed something i fucked x thing up but like what do you kind of think of as failure um because for context we've had people come on this show and um say you know like oh there is no failure like you, there's just how you perceive it or like yeah, failure yeah, yeah. for me is like when you definitely get something wrong so i'm just curious to you what 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 do you think of as failure you know i can i can definitely uh mix those two together like you know you do you do do things wrong and you regret things like damn i wish i never did that mm-hmm. um but you know it is definitely i think everything is like uh, like my mom and dad used to say everything is like being in a boxing ring you learn you learn you know uh i think failure is to me is i mean not learning from it uh have you ever had anything that you did not learn from of course there's plenty of things like brushing my teeth three times a day <laughs> you know <laughs> can you explain yeah, are you saying that, that you do that or that no you know your doctor always that. recommend you hey brush your teeth you know uh okay three so, times a day no, no dentist says three times I, i'm two. down to, i'm up to two yeah i'm uh, so you know <laughs> i mean and i do have pearly whites for everybody who is that's true his teeth uh, are really white uh, you know i do have i do have nice teeth i've never yeah, it is true th- there's nothing well, no, there, there could be something, but there are a few things that no, make you feel no, 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 that make you feel worse about yourself than like when it's in the middle of the day and you're at work and you see someone brushing their teeth in the bathroom. <laughs> you're yeah. like, I should probably. Do I know. Like, Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I, my my job too. I see, I see. People. We've been out the toothpaste and uh, I was like, damn, man. Guys, you need to work where I work. None of us, like, apparently. And she has wonderful teeth, too. I do. Yeah, my teeth are great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get it. Well, and you have people who are uh, live streamers, so they need to be in front of a camera all the time. That's true. People comment on our teeth a lot. So we do. Teeth teeth is relevant to my job. You know what? And you know what? The funny thing is, I was going to be a dentist. I was going to go be a dentist. Really? I didn't didn't, know. I actually, every time I went to the dentist, I had a wonderful experience. It's not until actually two years ago. He's like, hey, you got a few cavities. He's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> no, that, no, that's the thing. I think everyone's experience at the dentist is, is colored by like whether or not they have cavities or what. Because right. like I've gone to the dentist. I'm like, it's fine. Like I to this point, I've never had any major problems with my teeth. Yeah. But anyone who goes and has like issues Yo, with them, that's why the dentist. Listen, is I had the best time at the dentist. You know, I had the oh my goodness, yeah. I never had any surgery done. I had the best time as a dentist. Um, I mean, at the, as a dentist. Uh, being at the dentist, you know, they had, my dentist always had good music, too. 
Oh, so, that's key. Yeah. My dentist was really into frogs when I was little, which is like a weird thing. <laughs> and, and I'm sexist with my doctors. I'm sexist. Do you, you like female it. or male dentists? I'm neutral with that one, but I doctor, woman. Really? Woman. Has to be a woman. I don't play that. For, it's a woman. For an eye doctor? Why? I, I, why specifically an eye doctor? Because, you know, when you make eye contacts with... You know when I when they're that close to a woman and I, I, it, it doesn't you see see when I get close to you you know yeah. maybe she'll turn around it, well, is it intimidating no. well it's not intimidating but it's it's you know I I like it I like I've it I've never had contacts with glasses so I can't I don't have an eye yeah doctor. I had nice I same with my eyes no no problems with my eyes either not too many wait so not how many eye doctors, doctors are you going yeah. to no 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 only one only one it's always been it's only been one eye doctor and <laughs> she's I love her. <laughs> So what you're really uh, you know, just saying is like you have a crush on your singular eye doctor <laughs> that you went to. And listen, time. this lady is in her 50s. And she still got it. Even when I was a young boy, I love this woman. I love it. I love it. I can't it. tell if you're trying to get a date out of this woman. <laughs> She's all the way in New Jersey. But anyway, I've always I've always loved this woman. My um you my, went to her one time. For I did not go to one time. No, no, no. Ever since I was a little boy, I can't, oh. I, I, yeah, this, I've been okay. faithful to this woman. Okay. This woman I've been faithful to. This is taking a weird turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my uh, regular doctor, you know, the guy I come and see, uh, it's a guy doctor. Like, I'm a little indifferent with... Uh, a little different with um with it yeah for me with a general the, practitioner the, I can go you want a guy no for me it doesn't it matter does, I've, 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 I've had both really fascinating I also actually surprisingly just really don't care I feel like I've really had, mm-hmm. feel like what I've about had, gyno that I was gonna say even with gyno really just don't care you know I heard with gynos you know I never were because yeah, in college, yeah, yeah. in college, this is just such a tangent. But in college, like in the student health center, all this of the people different. in the gynecology department were women. Um, but then, like in general, in life after, yeah, I yeah, I, I feel like I had more like male general practitioners when I was young. But then, depending on the, because I didn't really after I was really young or maybe at high school, I didn't have like a consistent person that I went to. So it was just kind of grab yeah, bag whoever's that's available. That's fair. Um, this is perhaps the most random tangent we've ended up on. I don't know. So wait, but you, you mentioned you mentioned that you were going to be or wanted to be a dentist. Right. Was that just because you had good experiences at the dentist? Like what? Yeah, what? man. Because I had great experiences. Uh, and you know, my dad always wanted me to be a dentist too. I didn't find that out until later on in life. He was like, oh, I wish you guys, would, I wish you'd have became a dentist, either that one <laughs> or a business owner. Okay, can I just say though that like having a good experience somewhere and then wanting to do that? Oh, I turned out. Could have led you into wanting. You interned. I did. I did. I did. Okay. Because you know? I was like, just like, you know, that could have meant you wanted to be a banker or a lawyer. No, no, like, no, no. I, I actually interned. I interned. Okay. One. The only thing is that I would have had to stay uh, stay in my undergrad for another, like, year. And because I didn't take, I took just an, uh, enough amount of science courses. I had all these math courses. Uh, okay. I was pretty good with math and, and, and you know, I was an economics major. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But but yeah, so you eventually decided you decided no. I, I, I said, dude, I can't do. At the, and it's crazy because undergrad was cool. I was like, man, if I do another year of undergrad, I'm gonna. So now I was like, man, let me get out of school. But yeah, so you didn't you didn't become a dentist. Um, <laughs> what was your? So uh, you you had some kind of jobs or you in between coming out of school. Uh, I don't think who hasn't. I think yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I worked everything, everything. Like what? Like what? I did construction, 
Uh, I did construction for a summer. Did you? I did. You I learned, worked construction? I did. I um, I worked for a guy in Jackson, Mississippi for a summer. Jackson, um, Mississippi. I, yeah, I worked. I worked. I learned how to wire a kitchen and like install insulation and yeah. Don't look at me like that. No, no, no. Do you, rem- do you remember how to do any of those I things? remember a lot of like safety basics and things like uh, that. Like I probably couldn't wire a kitchen on my own, but I couldn't have done it back then either. So. You know what? You know what? I actually, why I had to work construction and I worked it outside when I first started working construction it was actually uh, my teacher he you know I think he just kind of wanted me to kind of stay out of trouble mm-hmm. you know because I was you know when you play when you play sports your head gets big and uh, you know you're just a, you're pretty much a prick not all of them <laughs> not all of them but and not everybody um, but he was he I guess he was trying to teach me the value of not only hard work but like you know because I was naturally good at sports like and you know I, I had this air like mm-hmm. you know like I can do anything yeah oh man I, you know you couldn't tell me shit you know you couldn't tell me anything um, but he, he which was a cool thing you know uh, he said why don't you come work for me this summer I said okay I'll, you know I'll work for you this summer you know I think he taught me not only the, uh, the value of hard work but like what it means to be mentally strong and not only mentally strong but like don't get caught up in what people say uh about you you know stay focused so i mean i, I you know i've learned a lot uh through that working construction different jobs uh, you know same with uh you know i've and some i've, I've worked i've worked at the dollar store uh what else have i done um I've shopped at the dollar store. Yes, hey, man. yes I have. Re- Let me tell you, retail sucks. <laughs> retail is probably the worst. I've I worked at Park. PacSun. Oh, PacSun. Yeah, I was one of those PacSun guys. Yeah, said, oh, you know, I, I worked at PacSun. Um, yo, anybody doing retail, God bless you, because those mother humpers <laughs> <laughs> that that mess up the clothes and leave it and don't fold it. I was one of those people who had to fold it at night. Oh, so, yeah. I'm just going to say really You're one quiet. of those people. Nope. <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm just really quiet. <laughs> you know? So that was that was the worst, having to refold. Oh, my goodness. For retail, yeah. I mean, I've, I've done everything. Waiter, actually the best job. And I've said this before, too. I said, if I ever make it rich, I said, I'm going to be a waiter. Because you get to meet so many different people. You get to meet so many different people, so many different personalities. Really? So if you had enough money, you uh, do whatever you want. You I wouldn't you, own it. You, I, you go back and just be a waiter. I just go be. I go back and be a waiter. Everybody's looking at me like you know. Waiters in New York City can make up to eighty thousand. Yeah. You can make a, a, a you can make a decent living. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, because I mean, I have a buddy in Manhattan. Um, I grew up with him, and it, his restaurant is twenty thousand. U.S. dollars a month just to rent, so I mean he's charging people a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and that's like one of his six. Him and his uncle own it. I don't know how much he owns of it, but it was one in six. But as far I just a uh, beach on the bar. Uh, I mean, not a beach, um, a restaurant on the uh, uh, on the shore, mm-hmm. uh, on the Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah, Jersey Shore, California, Florida. You know, I you know tips. I'd probably give it to somebody. Who needs it? Hey, I ain't got rent. Okay. You know, here's my tips. So you'd be a waiter philanthropist in a dream world. <laughs> yeah. This is probably the craziest, this is the craziest shit you buy everywhere. A waiter philanthropist who lived near the beach. Yeah. The longest I'm, I'm telling you, I'm easy like Sunday morning. 
I'm telling you, not right. easy. Either that, you know, my other dream job was to host the Tonight Show. David Letterman, if you're listening, <laughs> he's no longer on. But yeah, no, I mean that that was that's it. That's huh. it for me. Nice. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you I'm leaving her speechless. Love it. I, I love it. No, it's definitely I love something. It. It's definitely something I've never heard before. But I mean, you clearly are a, a people person. I know that. I love around. Yeah, you yeah. Love, you love talking to people, so that kind of makes sense. But it's not something I've ever heard anybody say before. Yeah, listen, you get to meet the greatest people. You walk in, you know, um, you walk in, you get to meet just so many different walks of life. When you 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 uh, you get the waiter. I mean, I know it's hard work, but I'm not that type of person. Like, you know, I don't think I could ever be a security guard. You know, you're sitting there mm. watching flies, <laughs> you, yeah, know? I, I, you know, yeah. trees grow. You, I see you know? the distinction there. You know, I need to be doing something, Did, you know. I remember from talking before, didn't you used to do security or be yeah. a bouncer somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere? Oh, so have you been, I, I haven't had you at the, you know, I haven't had you at my house yet, but. You, I, I, think, I think I went to your apartment. Yeah, you, what am I talking about? Yeah, you've been to my house. Yeah, but the picture of me and De Niro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I used to bodyguard Robert De Niro. Sure, you should have led with that. <laughs> How did you get that gig? So my cousin I is. Remember that it was wow. Okay, go. go yeah, ahead. my I forgot. I, I totally forgot. I told As you it happens all these jobs. when you've been Robert De Niro's bodyguard, it tends to slip your mind. No, because I mean I've been around him. <laughs> uh, so my cousin is his money manager. Now she does. She still does his money too, but it, now it's Bruce Willis. She's okay. Bruce Willis' office manager. Okay. So, I mean, you get to. I was yeah. I was his gopher. Hey, uh, we got to go to the west side of um, to Manhattan. So, I don't know. And I needed. And that's another college job I had. Needed money, so it was, yeah. it was it was cool. It was cool when you think about it. But you know, my cousin's always around it. That type yeah. of stuff, but and I was, I was like the little, hey, we need some water, we need some napkins, you know, whatever, go get it. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I did that for a little bit. Yeah, I have just on and off, on and off. Yeah. Don't, I'm not his main guy. I'm not his main guy. On and off. I know I've forgotten the De Niro thing, but I remember. I was like, wait, I thought you, like, yeah, 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 or, like, and did I did it, yeah, like did it in college too for um valet, all these jobs you remember, uh, valet, um, and uh, the river deck in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, Cabinoffs. Oh, Kavanaugh's. Yeah, the River Deck. Oh, okay. In, in Philly. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a Kavanaugh's right by the... Yeah, Pan there's Kansas. a whole bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. there's Kavanaugh's, uh, uh, Center City. A chain of restaurant bars. Okay. Yeah. It's like the blank stairs. Sorry about know, this. Right? Sorry. Yeah, that, got, cool. that, got a little, that got a little local real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Just a bit. Okay. So I worked there. Um, so you've had like a job or two. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so you'd say, you'd say out of all those things, retail is definitely the worst. Or, or was there something else that was worse than retail? I'm trying to think about something that's worse than retail. <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is people are probably like, man, retail? You at least you're in air conditioning and all that. I mean, but you know, even when I was doing roofing, and I did roofing. I was Ooh, on roofing. I've done... I got a nice tan. I've done roofing. So, roofing is horrible. Yeah, you I used, used, used roofing. What, what are they, all these jobs you did? <laughs> so you were right. Where, where, I've been working where, 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 since connected. I was 14. Me I've too. Had jobs Me since too. I was 14. Me you get too. around if you like have odd jobs from 14. She, there she goes five. getting around again. <laughs> with work. <laughs> with with Good work. Lord. No, don't say with work because then they're going to think it's some okay. type of work. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just joking. I, no, I did. Uh, I, yeah, well, like when I did construction, I learned how. And then I did a bunch of volunteer projects where we would 
like redo homes and stuff and roofing is absolutely the worst we built built a roof on a house in georgia in the summer Ooh, that sounds and terrible. i have yeah, yeah, to no. die but see now did they make you uh work early in the morning because we uh when i did it with my teacher like i told you um i used to get the shingles from the truck or from the mm-hmm. uh the, the the grass or whatever plop it on my shoulders and go up the ladder and, and then drop it off and he would do all the other stuff yeah let me tell you this guy was my teacher but he was like 55 at the time he's probably god knows he's probably like older than 55 now. way older than 55 now but let me tell you uh i mean he was a beast dude he would outwork and that's what he i think he was trying to show me like he would outwork me this 55 year old man would like outwork me he's like yo and then this dude pushed me off a a, a, a roof what I was moving, I was moving slow. No lie, I was. He pushed me, <laughs> but it was it was a little roof. It was a little roof. I don't know. You know those if, baby roofs out yeah, there. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, fine. but this is how intense this guy was. This guy was really intense. He's like, roll on my arm. You know, seriously, I know how to. I know how to roll off a roof. <laughs> a useful life. Wait, was this like a second story roof? No, no, no. It was a, a rancher. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't, no, 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 it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that's you're like, still what? a roof. It's still a roof. Yeah, but I mean, you got the grass. It's, it's not as bad as you think. And he and he said that, like, when I started working, he said, you know, you might fall off the roof. We're going to do roofing. You know, but you, he's like, just roll. He said, just roll. And it's, it's not, a, I mean, it hurts, but it's not, it didn't hurt as bad. Yeah. So, I mean. It's a hazard of a job, oh, man. You, I, I, you know, I've <laughs> learned so many more things about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, I mean, Me yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, do you have kind of like with all those different jobs yeah. that, that you've had, like, you know, as a given that you know the subject of this show, is there like anything kind of from any of those jobs, like the biggest thing that you learned or hardship that you that you that you faced that really taught you something? Uh, like I said, I did, I did learn the value of money. I did learn the value of money. Like I said, I'm no, you know, I'm not frugal, but I learned the, how to spend your money wisely. Um, what it, what is, it taught me hard work and to get to the goal line. All right. Well, great. Thank This was a, this was awesome. Thanks for, thanks for coming on the show, Michael. This oh. was yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, it's been super fun. No problem. Yeah, it's yeah. been pretty fun. I hope we didn't bell curve out by the end there. <laughs> no, we're still flying high. Right, still flying high. Okay. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's been the failure show. Until next time. Bye.